Welcome, Revolutionary Mama, to the Raising Wild Hearts podcast. I'm Ryan Watkin, educator, mom of three, rebel at heart, and passionate soul on a mission to empower and inspire you. Here, we'll explore psychology, spirituality, parenthood, and the intersection where they all come together. We'll discover how challenges can be fertile soil for growth, and that even in the messy middle of motherhood, we can find magic in the mundane. Join me on my own personal journey as I talk to experts and share resources on education, creativity, self-care, family culture, and more. I believe we can change the world by starting at home in our own minds and hearts, and that when we do, we'll be passing down the most important legacy there is, healing. And so it is. Hello, welcome back to the Raising Wild Hearts podcast. I am doing a solo episode today, which it's been a while. So, hey, we're going to just sit down and chit chat. Um, I've had some, obviously, if you've been listening along, some amazing interviews recently, and I'm just thrilled with where everything is going this season and the topics, which have been really organic. So it's been really fun to watch that unfold. It's been really, really fun to see kind of this through line that has appeared again organically. Um, I didn't plan it. And the through line is self-trust. So many guests have mentioned self-trust as it relates to parenting, as it relates to personal development, as it relates to getting to know ourselves. Um, So I'm really happy that that came up because, you know, when the student is ready, as they say, the teacher appears. Um, And this is something that I, alongside of you, am working on in my own life. So it's really fun to be on this journey with you. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, To everyone who has left reviews, thank you so, so much. It really does make a difference in people finding the podcast and getting into more earbuds. And I'm going to share one recent review. And this review is from Dr. Lynn Carey. It says, Ryan is excellent at getting information out to parents to empower and inspire them to raise natural, free, and empowered children, a must listen. Thank you so much, Dr. Lynn. I also interviewed Dr. Lynn Carey. It was episode six, and it's called Her Journey to Grace. We talked about holistic healing, natural parenting, and self-expression. So if you haven't heard that one yet, go check it out. So also, as I tend to do, I'm going to share what I'm reading right now. I'll share one of the books that I'm reading because typically I have more than one book open at any given time. And I am reading The Parenting Map by Dr. Shafali. And it's really funny because I'm reading through, typically I read before bedtime. So I'm, you know, a little drowsy. I know you can relate. Um, And I'm reading through going like, oh, I already know this stuff. And I think it's really interesting when we can catch ourselves thinking that we already know something because typically there's another layer of the onion that can be peeled back. So that's my current journey in the book that I'm reading. Um, I've read multiple of her books before, The Awakened Family and The Conscious Parent, both of which I highly recommend. Um, And this is just um, 
a little more depth than those. Very similar in concept, but a little more depth, a little more how-to. Um, and so I'm I'm enjoying it for sure. And I'm having to check myself when I already think that I know it all because I don't. Um, I'm still learning. So isn't that great? Um, and today, you know, I've had a bit of a challenging season. And because I am willing to show up here authentically and openly, that's what I'm going to do today. Um, so I'm coming out of um, a few days, more than a few days of a sickness. My 96-year-old grandfather passed away last week, and I've had some various other challenges sprinkled in there with family and friends and things like that. And I can go ahead and play, uh, blame it on Mercury retrograde, or <laughs> Mercury really was in retrograde, or I can take a look at my own accountability piece in all of it, right? Um, so I can take a look internally and at the very minimum, just see how is this making me feel or rather, what is this bringing up within me, right? Because nothing can make us feel anything, right? We respond to external circumstances in the best ways we know how. And when we know better, we can do better. So really what I want to double click on today, I mean, there are so many things I could talk about and we'll get to all that, but um, it's the value of going within. This is something that I've integrated in my own life and I still have a ways to go. Um, even sometimes when I'm very aware of if I just went within right now, I may be able to find an answer, yet I still will blame something on an external circumstance, right? It's really easy to do. Not only that, but we were really conditioned and trained to do it as kids and growing up. So when we can take accountability and go within for the things that happen in our external environment and see what's my part in this, how am I feeling? You know, is there an answer I need to be looking for? Do I need to slow down? Do I need to speed up? Um, we have all the answers we need within our own minds and hearts. And we look to Google and we look to friends and we look to family and our partner and our kids and we want to know answers. And, you know, while there is a place for that, for sure. There are seasons when we need to do research and make informed decisions, sure. And I would say the majority of the time is really for going within. So I'm going to talk about three benefits or values of going within. Obviously, there are more, but these are the three that I've really found. Number one is self-discovery. So when something happens in our external environment, I'm going to use a really easy and probably pretty relatable example here. When I became pregnant with my first child, I when I would drive on the highway, I felt different. I didn't feel as defensive. I didn't feel like if somebody cut me off, I would, you know, get frustrated. Something clicked inside of me where I had this other life growing in me. And I thought, eh, you know, if somebody cuts me off, then that's their journey. <laughs> it's mine too. And I all of a sudden got really relaxed around 
driving. And I live in a pretty populated area of South Florida. And so there can be, you know, some some intense driving situations on a daily basis. And I really, plus I was actually commuting to work about 30 miles um, at the time. So I was driving quite a bit. Um, So you may relate, like if somebody cuts you off or, you know, is driving too, too close behind you. Actually, this just happened to me yesterday. Somebody was driving really, really close behind me. And what I usually do or have a tendency to do is like look in my rearview mirror and get this like really nasty look on my face of like back up. And what I did instead was I noticed what it was bringing up inside of me. And it was this feeling that I needed to speed up or that I wasn't going fast enough. And so I felt really rushed. And I know that this is an origin from childhood, from prior personal work that I've done. And so I became aware of it. And what I did is I took a breath. I took a few breaths and I calmed down. And wouldn't you know it, that truck just happened to naturally back off. I didn't have to give an evil eye. I didn't have to, you know, throw the finger at anybody, which I'm not really like that's not really, I'm not really into that anyway. Like even if I would get frustrated, I certainly wouldn't really like give anybody the finger. But anyway, if that's your thing, that's okay. I get it. Um, We all, we all have our things to work on people. So yeah, really, really getting to know ourselves by these little opportunities on a daily basis. It's just more grist for the mill as spiritual teacher Ram Das would say. It's really getting to know what are our triggers, what are our glimmers. That's a word recently that I heard that I really love. So it's the opposite of a trigger. It's something that just makes you feel warm and fuzzy and calm inside, like the sunrise or when you see a cardinal flying by or whatever it is for you. Um, So we can have a chance to really take a look at what are our triggers, what are our glimmers, what makes us feel calm what's really, you know, frustrating, what brings up really hard feelings or, you know, what sets us back. Um, So I think that's a really great thing. You know, getting to know ourselves is probably the most important relationship we will ever be a part of, the one with ourselves. So I think self-discovery is a big, big, big thing. Number two, the value of going within it lessens indecisiveness. So if you're anything like me, you have a tendency to have analysis paralysis. So you will research until the cows come home and then you will do some more research. Yeah, maybe you can relate to that. That's so me. And then just like gathering all the information you can. And there comes a point where we have the information we need and It's just time to make a decision. And I think indecisiveness is probably an adaptive strategy or, you know, a symptom of trauma from early childhood, as are many, many things. Um, So we have a tendency to feel maybe frozen, maybe in this like freeze nervous system state and not wanting to make the wrong decision. And when we go within and we address our feelings when we address what this decision is bringing up for us, the fears we have about the future, we can really get into this calm, expansive place 
where we know and trust that whatever decision we make will be the right one. And then the last one I want to talk about, the value of going within, is it really eliminates the tendency to feel victimized. It really eliminates us kind of being in a default victim mentality, basically blaming our internal worlds on external circumstances that we have little to most likely no control over. So when we say, this car cut me off and now I'm having a bad day and now I'm pissed off and now this or now that, or my partner left his socks on the ground and now I'm having to pick up and instead of picking up, I should be doing this. Or my kid had a meltdown this morning before school and so that's why I'm late and I spilled coffee on myself and la 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 la. And we get into this trap and so many times it's unconscious. But when we can just become a little bit more aware of where am I being a victim? Where am I thinking that all these external things are happening to me and not for me. So we get to choose how we respond to the external stressors in our world. And this isn't about eliminating external stressors because there will always be something outside of ourselves that feels pressurized. And it's our choice as to whether we want to internalize that pressure or not. And you know, one of the things that I've been exploring, we talked about on last week's episode with Adam Hart, he talked about nervous system regulation. And I said, you know, even as somebody who knows that I need to take a deep breath at a certain given time, or that I know I need to get into a more expansive or grounded place, I'm still sometimes making decisions to not do that. So I know logically the proper choice, and yet something is overriding this this knowledge of what I need to do for myself. So even when we can become aware of that, you know, it puts us that much farther ahead to get to know our patterns. So yeah, this is really what's on my mind um, coming out of kind of a rocky little, I guess maybe a month or a few weeks. I've had some different. Interestingly enough, I've had some different conflicts that I've been able to really practice some conflict resolution, and it wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm taking these things and others as learning experiences for future friendships and future relationships. You know, I think when we can take accountability for everything in our lives, even when we think it's hard or when we feel righteously sure in our opinions and our beliefs that something is one way, like we still have an opportunity to become a little more neutral and we don't have to be married to our beliefs and married to our egos and our opinions that we get in the way of our relationships or we get in the way of our own selves being happy or calm or however you want to feel. So that's one of the things that moving forward, I'm really focusing on. How do I want to feel? Calm, satisfied, focused, 
how do you want to feel this week? Um, you know, I think that's a good journal prompt. If you guys have been journaling, I think that's a good one to do. Um, that's actually one of the first things I started when I started journaling a number of years ago, it was, how do I want to feel? And then what are the things I need to do to feel the way I want to feel? Danielle Laporte has an amazing, I don't think she makes it anymore, but she has an amazing daily planner that, um, basically focuses on that. And that's what I'm using currently. Um, so that's a really good tool. So just how do I want to feel in a day, in a week, in a month? And what are the things I need to do to feel that way? And something unexpected will always come up and just know that the challenges are opportunities to learn. They're opportunities to point the finger back into our own minds and hearts and really take accountability for the way that we feel and the way that we think and our actions. And when we do that, everything else is just going to be a little bit easier. So thank you guys so much for joining in on today's episode. Thanks for being here this season. I'm having so much fun. I'm loving breaking down all these amazing topics with you. I'm loving all the guests I'm having. Um, if you want to reach out, send me an email, hello at raisingwildheartspodcast.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And of course, if you feel inspired, it would be amazing if you jumped onto Apple or Spotify or Amazon Music and just rate five stars if you're feeling inspired to do so and then write some words on what you feel inspired about. That would be amazing. Have a wonderful week. I will talk to you really soon. All right. Bye.